seek him here, they seek him there. His clothes are loud, but never square. It will make or break him, so he's got to buy the best, 'cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion. Oh yes he is. Oh yes he is. Oh yes he is. Oh yes he is. There's one thing that he loves, and that is flattery. One week he's in polka dots, the next week he's in stripes, 'cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion. Hello and welcome to Four Eight Shades of Football. Your uh, weekly dose of Korean football nonsense. This week brought to you live from the Sly Keep, that is the Seoul World Cup Stadium. <laughs> I think yep. it's a rubbish tip, not a Sly Keep. Same difference. If you go up the stairs, it's a Sly Keep. No comment. <laughs> so we're here to catch the uh, FC Seoul versus Kwangju game, hopefully from the away end. I think so, yeah. Paul, are we end? Uh, no, definitely we, we not. We could be the only two Kwangju fans if we go on the away end. We could be, yeah. We could be the only two Kwangju fans if we go on the home end as well. That'd be even funnier, <laughs> to be honest. That, that'll start a riot. I Especially think. if there's an Ajima in there. It only really depends if Mark wants to start another riot this weekend or whether, whether two's enough. Actually, I think two is probably enough, actually. I'm sure my knuckles can handle a third. Actually, there's not that much to talk about this week, is there? So, we probably okay, could podcast finished. But got some momentous news, having a big transfer, aren't we? We are having a transfer, transfer. Yeah. Oh, is it, is it free? I think we're paying you. Yeah. <laughs> Contract terminated due to his uh, poor performance in the last few weeks. That's what his wife said as well. <laughs> Skipping training without without notice, etc. That's et what his wife said as well. Uh, yeah, so the, the big news, the big news indeed, is that Stevie is wearing Velcro trousers um, <laughs> with, a, with a zip in them. Uh, we're unsure why, but I'm sure we might see that later on at, in the, up the hill. My S&M gear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the big news is that Stevie is leaving us. You probably heard, uh, or you can probably tell on the podcast because he's been like a pain in the arse for the last couple of weeks anyway. Um, but yeah, the big news is Stevie uh, will be podcasting from Seoul no more. I assume that's why you brought me here, just so that I wouldn't miss it when I'm going. No, we probably here to buy the beers. Because <laughs> I actually have no money. Uh, so yeah, so obviously uh, Stevie might be still uh, dialing in or digiting in. I think is I the think correct it's dialing expression. In from Scotland, isn't it? I think it's digiting, isn't it? I've got a couple of uh, polystyrene coffee cups and the world's <laughs> longest bit of string, so I think I can dial in. But yeah, you'll be you'll be sorely missed by the one listener that actually likes him. On the other hand, oh, that wait, no, that's, my mum doesn't that, listen. That is Stevie. <laughs> On the other hand, that, that gives an opportunity for any of the other listeners to uh, come and join us. Yeah, all you, all you avid fans of the podcast, please. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing auditions uh, in debut next Saturday morning, <laughs> 3 a.m. If you can still stand upright on one foot whilst holding a beer in your left hand, then you get in. So next week it'll be Paul's mum filling in. <laughs> it'll probably be Kelly. Paul will be behind her, roughly behind her. <laughs> now we're getting into dangerous territory. <laughs> Again. But anyway, yes. Who's, anyway, going guys. Be, who's going to be filling in what then? That's the question. Anyway, guys. Uh, yeah, the big news is Stevie is leaving. Uh, we're very sad about this. This is our last podcast together as a threesome. Indeed. Um, a trio, please. 
<laughs> this is the best threesome I've ever had, but um, but yeah. So this week it's going to be good, right? Well, we started off piss so far. <laughs> so we'll just delete all of this bit. And We're literally like three minutes in and we've said nothing apart from Stevie's leaving. Stevie, do you have any last minute thoughts? Anything you want to say? Anything that, that you want to get, get off your chest? No, no. Any last minute thoughts? Like referees? Really, except I really hate FC Soul. <laughs> say that four years ago you said FC Soul got it right only because they had cheerleaders maybe I'll go in the cheerleading section today. that might be the one place where Mark surely won't start a fight unless someone looks at his bird <laughs> but so it was a kill thing what, what do we have to talk about today well today we're going to talk I guess we need to review last week's midweek games so there was a full card in the classic and the challenge We'll do a little bit of a preview of today and then we'll preview the uh, upcoming games at the weekend and then anything else that we can think of. In the meantime, the FA Cup draw, we've got to tell people uh, who's beaten Seoul in the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Ulsan. Ulsan. Ulsan, there that we go. That was done. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's playing John Am in the final? Ulsan. And I think before we move on, we need to actually mark that. Am I mark. right in saying that Seoul cannot win the title now? I don't believe that's right. Are you sure? I believe... I believe if they 20, draw today, they can't win the title. They're 20 points behind with 21 on the table. Okay. So as long as they win their last seven games and Chumbuk don't win anything. I think if they, if they, if they, draw, if they draw or lose today, then yes, they cannot win the I title. I was pretending we were recording this after today's game, though. What? Even though we're about to do a preview of today's game. <laughs> don't we normally do our previews after the game anyway? Or is that just Mark? Only, that's this is me, this is me, yeah. <laughs> that's only Poan games. Alright. So do, they, do you guys, I guess you guys watched then the Seoul Songnam game? Did no. you see any of the other uh, well, we, I mean, certainly I watched it, if you want to have a, an in-depth, blow-by-blow, 90-minute long podcast. Paul, Paul was there with his eyes shut for most of it. Paul was there uh, pretending that uh, FC Seoul were actually playing football that day. Uh, yeah, um, um, so this time with Seoul Songnam. Excuse me. I clearly said that Seoul didn't play any football that day. So we start with Seoul Songnam? Let's start with Seoul Songnam, since it's the only one that I think anybody watched. We yeah. won, Paul got gubbed. <laughs> okay, uh, Deja and Pohan. <laughs> oh yeah, it was great. Uh, I mean, world-class goal, uh, Park Yongji. I bet, not, he, I bet he couldn't do it again. That, that's, that's the, that, that is always the comment from an FC Seoul fan. <laughs> I bet he couldn't do it again. That's what happens with years of watching FC Soul players <laughs> what the not fuck? be able to do it the first time. Yeah. But what does that mean? I bet he can't do it again. Who cares? But I did it once. He won the game. It was a world-class strike. There's no denying Paul it was a world-class strike. Probably goal this season. Uh, ball came in from the left-hand side. Popped in by someone. No idea who it was. I was too busy celebrating. Uh, and Pat Yongji from exactly 18 yards cracked it on the volley. Into the top, roughly from the corner of the penalty area, yep, wasn't it? Yeah, the corner of the penalty area went in the top left hand, far away corner from himself, but the top left hand corner of the net. Uh, the keeper was, it wasn't Young, it was um, uh, Yu Sang Hun. Yeah, uh, I mean, he made an attempt to get it, but he had no chance to get anywhere near it. I mean, no keeper would have got it, not even uh, an amazing, great like Jamie Langfield. Uh, <laughs> literally, no one would have got that. It was, it was brilliant. But what was really funny. Was so losing. Was yes, but at that point, uh, I tweeted after I stopped celebrating. I tweeted another cracker from from Wangy Joe, 
because all the Songnam fans started singing the Wangy Joe song, Wangy Joe, Wangy Joe. And it wasn't Wangy, because we just assumed that anyone who could score anyone a goal like that, goal must be Wangy well, anyone who could score a goal like that would be Wangy Joe. Uh, no one thought it was going to be Park Young Jin. Uh, brilliant strike, brilliant goal. Terrible game, to be honest. Uh, I'm not really sure there was a lot of action in the game, other than the goal. Uh, so were poor. Uh, for the most part, they were really poor. Um, Adriano a blew a couple of chances, he had maybe like three or four chances. He had a couple of chances, but he clearly left his score, his shooting boots down in Suwon. So. Yep. Yeah, Wang Yi Joe as well. Like, with about 10 minutes left, Wang Yi Joe was clean through. And uh, I think it was Nam Jun Jae was on his left, who was like, who would have been one on one with the keeper. <coughs> but Wang Yi Joe chose to shoot from a ridiculous angle that no one would have scored from. It was crazy. But I think that's the problem with it. Wee Joe is like, he doesn't have a footballing brain. Like, he's a good goal scorer, but he always, like, he doesn't see the bigger picture. Mm. I had to look up and saw Nam Jun Jae clean through, slipped the ball through him. It was 2 0. Easy, easy doors, everything over at that point in time. Um, one other talking point was the free kick that SC Seoul got in the last second of the game. A free kick for literally nothing. Like the worst free kick decision I've seen since Rangers were a club. Um, which they wasted. Which they wasted, yeah. Which I Rangers actually texted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're British club. I actually texted um, avid podcast listener. Uh, Alistair who was watching who was watching it at home in England or in Norwich I'm not sure if it's the same place uh, and I was like I this is a goal I thought he's from Ipswich yeah but he lives in Norwich that's controversial he's, a, he's, he's an Ipswich fan but he lives in Norwich or he's not, he doesn't live in Norwich he, he lives in Maplegoo anyway um, so I texted him like this is a goal it was a, it was a desert goal it was like pretty central-ish I mean like, just the edge of the box but Molina territory, easy enough, easy enough to get the ball on target, easy enough to score, and yeah, he fucked Molina up. territory, how are you going to hit a free kick from the bench? <laughs> you always play against Songnam for some reason, because he used to play with Songnam, I guess. That's because Chase was probably in his contract then when they let him go. You must play against you us. You must play against us. <laughs> you must play against us, you must take the corners, and you must take the free kicks. Chase is a, a great believer in certain players before. I think it was a choose a wank there to be perfectly honest. That was I, 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 that goes without saying. But he's he's a great believer in the fact that certain players perform well against certain clubs, which uh, is yeah, why, yeah, 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 yeah. which is why Chung Jogook, the Patriot, who hasn't played for three months, was in the squad for the Suwon game last week. Yeah. Um, came on as a second half substitute because he's generally known as the Suwon killer. And he was shy. And Molina's known as the Songnam killer? Presumably. Uh, Molina's been playing been starting for the last few weeks so it's not a big surprise. He hasn't been playing well though has he? Uh, no, well, he hasn't been playing well for years. Well since, since uh, Escudero left. But yeah so long story short uh, Songnam won, Seoul didn't. Afterwards Seoul did have a goal disallowed for offside. It was offside, which, I've seen the highlights again. Which uh, I, I, I immediately checked with our correspondent live on the ground in Norwich who had access to replays and he says it was just about offside. It was actually quite hard to tell because when they showed it on TV, the bit where they had the, the so you score... you actually watched the game, did you? I watched the game on TV. I just had no comment. <laughs> but the bit where they put the score line up was actually hiding the guy who was potentially playing the striker on. No, like when you actually see it, 
like it's everyone like the whole soul team's offside to be perfectly honest but there was another guy at the back you yeah. didn't actually see who was maybe playing them on but he was so far back that I think the idea was that he wasn't actually putting them on <laughs> Kelly's making up the rules as we go along. These are the Celtic rules that are coming out now. Ah, it, was so um, far, it was so far away that actually the referee just said it was a goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, he was offside. I mean, definitely, like, I think Adriano was probably offside as well. It looked offside from the replay, yeah, but there was potentially a guy there that you couldn't really see on the TV. It looked it onside from my, my position in the heart of the North Stand. <laughs> you mean the red, black... Sunglasses that you were wearing behind your FC Soul flag, it looked onside. Yeah. From where I was standing, it was definitely offside. Um, that, that goes without saying. Not that it really matters anyway, because that was only the deciding match for the the also runs in the top six, wasn't it? Yeah. Huge game. Huge three points. Huge drinking session afterwards. <laughs> Not quite sure what happened in that drinking session, but I'm sure Paul will fill me in later on. Um, so if you had a huge drinking session, you wouldn't have seen any other games or. Any other action at all then? I think there was action in a drinking session. <laughs> there <laughs> usually like, is with you. I'm just not sure what actually happened in it. Yeah. You're saying your your memory's a bit muddy. It's not as crystal clear as it might be. <laughs> it's definitely not quite as crystal as it should have been. <laughs> or as crystal as it could have been. <laughs> so just to remind you then, since you uh, seem to have wiped that night from your memory, Jeju beat Busan 2-0, a couple yes, of goals from the big guy Karanga. Yeah, I God that, knows yeah. how he's managed to score twice, but... Have you, have you actually noticed how ever since you said he was shy, he's actually knocked up like six goals in like seven games or something? Yeah. And just like remind, remind the Kwangju strikers that we said they were shite last week, so... <laughs> <laughs> just in case you yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That trick's all round. Uh, Suwon beat Chunam 2-0, Kyo and Kwang Chan-hoon scorers. That probably means Chunam are out of the race for the top six. Uh, they could still do it, but they need like they need to win. Incheon would need to lose, uh, and they need like a five-goal swing in the process as yeah, well. Yeah, Incheon are playing. Swing, so. Incheon are at uh, Tanchon on Sunday, and Chunam are at home to Seoul on Seoul. Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. away, yeah, away. Oh well, I'll, yeah, I'll take that yeah, back. Then they've got a good yeah. chance. Sunday, isn't it? Sunday, same game. Yeah, all the games are on Sunday. Oh, okay, they're all Sunday. So yeah, I think uh, Sonam will probably beat Incheon. So if Jonam beat Seoul that day, then yes, they could actually displace they Could Incheon. just do it. Kwangju yeah. uh, lost at home to Chonbuk just. It's a couple of goals from Edonguk, but it took a 90th minute winner uh, to give Chonbuk points. I heard it was a bit dodgy as well. Uh, didn't see it, didn't see it, but... I didn't see it either, but I heard it was a bit of a I assume goal. it is a bit dodgy when Chongbuk get a 90th minute winner. Yeah. It seems up in every I heard, they, I heard it was... I'm not sure what happened, but I heard one of these goals was, was a bit dodgy. Um, that was yep. just on Twitter. 90th minute winner as well for Ulsan. They beat Inchon 2-1 away. The Wookie. The Wookie popped up right at the death to give him a 2-1-1. Uh, Oris had scored for Inchon as well. He seems to have, to have a few recently as well, hasn't he? So you're saying that the Wookiee popped up at the death to be a star? Wookiee, <laughs> uh-huh. death star. Ooh. It's a call. Did they have, they have tumbleweed at Sangam? <laughs> <laughs> In the game that nobody cared about, Dejon lost at home to Pohang, but it was only 1-0. That's almost a win for Dejon. But yeah, it was Kim Sung Day again, yeah? Kim Sung Day got the goal. 
uh, and the, one of the Dijon players was so upset by the whole thing that he promptly quit football to go and be a fashion model. Have you seen a photo of him? No. Do you want, do you want to see a photo of him? Is he, uh, is he gorgeous, Paul? Can we, can we show a photograph of him on the podcast? Is that possible? We could put a photo up on Facebook. We could do, yeah. Um, would, would you, Paul? That's the question. <laughs> no, actually, the question is, did you, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Not would you, did you? There you go. Let me just hold this up to the recorder. And there you go. So there you go, there you go listeners. Email us and tell us what you think. Yeah, he's a damn handsome man, I guess. He's a bit better than Pachi Song, isn't he? <laughs> well, yeah. Pachi Song's full shop pots out. Yeah. So there you go. If you can't play football, there's always a career in modelling. There's guess, hope yeah. for the three of us yet. Yeah. <laughs> we certainly can't play football. <laughs> well, at least one of us still is here. Um, so I guess that's, a, that's always a plus. We could probably, like, Frankenstein a, a decent-looking model together for parts of all three of us. No. Oh, we actually could not. It would actually Trust be me, a Frankenstein. We actually could. <laughs> <laughs> we would have Stevie's hair, uh, Paul's personality. Nope, that's a bad idea. Uh, All right, uh, K League challenge. Oh fuck, really? <laughs> uh, that was kind of what I was thinking when I was watching the Elan game. I seem to remember the there was a very important game, right? Top of the table clash. Did you go? No, I just watched it on the internet feed. I was at home babysitting while, on the, the, wife, while the wife feed. went out drinking. On the internet feed? What a, that's, a, that's a very technical term there. I watched it on the internet feed. <laughs> right, so the, the big game then in the challenge, I guess, was the top of the table clash, first versus second. Daegu were at home to Sangju. That was always going to be a, a tight one. And Daegu won it. She said 5-1. 5-1 it was 5-1 it was 5-1 in the end it was uh, yeah they were 4-0 up and then Sangju pulled one back and then Jonathan got his hat trick right in the 90th minute 5-1 it finished so, do you think the army team have um, have like have they lost <laughs> fucking hell <Paul. laughs> have they lost the players early or no actually the, they've still got their full full complement I saw well, during the week there was an announcement that the police have lost, I think it was 14 players have gone back to their home uh, clubs. Yeah, 13 or 14 I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened this week. And then the Army lose their, half their squad. I think it's October the 12th. But like, they, they, so the police squad though, like, their players generally are challenge players, right? And no, the Army are generally well, classic players, no? There's a, there's a mixture, of the, the police have got about half the, a dozen. The police have had some good players over players, the years. Yeah. But generally, I always thought that I thought the police were were more from the challenge, and that the army were more from the classic. I think I think it tends to work that way, but I think basically they, they get the superstars join the army. Yeah. The guys who like, think I'm not good enough for the army team join the police. So police yeah. And then there's that, there's that kind of group in the middle that think. I'm quite good, but I might not get in the army. So and I do don't they want to choose, or do they? They they, they apply to go in either. Oh, the so they choose. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's an element as well where I'm sure the the Sangju guys must go and tap them up and say, if you want to come and play for the army, you'll be in the squad. So, yeah. pretty sure they know what's going to happen before they before they fill in the paperwork. But no, the police have got a few classic players as well. They've got a couple of sole fringe players. Yeah, I think they're quite a few Gongnam players, but of course the Patriot was at, at the police for the last couple of years, wasn't they? 
He was the police, actually. Yeah, you're right. He was the police, yeah. Although I'd hardly call him a superstar. He didn't exactly set the, the world on fire. But he is a classic player, though. So we're are we officially calling demise on Sangju's title challenge now. It looks looks like it. Um, their form's been really poor for the last Do well, you for, the, for the last round of fixtures. Losing five one to Daegu, Daegu are on fire, and they're going to lose half their squad in two weeks. As I a, don't think Sangju are going to win the league. As a challenge expert, do you think they'll win the playoffs, or do you think they'll drop out of the playoffs? Is it is it that bad? I'm not sure. I think I think the better players are going to stick around. Um, I mean, Lee Jung Hyuk will be there, but he's injured. Yeah. Um, Park Jin Po, Lee Sung Ki, the Chongyu guy, is is still there. Um, I think they I think they lose their goalkeeper in two weeks. So there's a Busan striker as well. He he sang up. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna stay. I think the Busan guy. So there's still of a a nucleus of a decent squad, so they'll not be terrible. Good but they're only going to have, I think they're only going to have something like 15 or 16 players to, to see out the rest of the season. So, But when do they get their, their next squad? Start of next season. Right. And you're looking at maybe, you know, Rock, um, guys like that, yeah? As I've seen quite a few names touted from the Soul Squad going to the army. A couple of defenders. So from the Sonam squad. It's way too early for Wang Yi Joke to surrender himself to the army, but uh, you know Rock could go. Some Sonam, maybe you're looking at a couple of defenders maybe going. But they must think Son will swing in from Spurs. How is it? I mean, I mean Wang Yi Joe's probably got to think to himself. If I give it one more season at Songnam, I'll get a move overseas. Or I'll get into the national team. I think if Rijo doesn't get in the national team, that in the next year he'll he'll go to the army. But you've got to imagine that he he's probably thinking he has the potential of getting in the national squad for an Olympic Games or for a an Asian Games or for something like that, yeah? Yeah, you'd think most of the young guys would hang off until they're getting to that well, age. Well, the, the good young guys. Yeah. yeah, most of the guys who think they've got a chance of getting in the national team will, I think, leave it as long as possible before they're forced to do it. Um, it's, kind of, it's quite strange as to why Egan Oh went so early, I guess. I mean, he was playing with Osan and stuff. He's going to yeah. use the went. Maybe he's always, always just wanted to be in the army since he was a little boy. So yeah, the, the, the police team were playing Eland. That ended up one each. Police scored in the 82nd minute, and then Eland got this one of the softest penalties I've seen right at the death. Um, kicked, it, kicked it straight at the defender. He blocked it. His arms were in front of his chest, but it hit his hand. And uh, the referee decided that was a penalty, so Tarabai got like a 92nd, 93rd minute equaliser. To make it should it be said. Quite as bad. Should be said. Uh, hello to uh, Dan Harris's wife. I know you're a very avid listener of the podcast, and uh, yeah, hopefully I'll catch up with you next Sunday uh, in the Wolfhound when you're singing. It's a pleasure. <laughs> hello, Dan Harris's wife. I, th- I think we'll ask no more about that. I don't. I don't want any more legal expenses before I leave Korea. <laughs> 
So my mate met her, uh, and apparently she's a very good folk singer, and she's going to sing with my mate in the Wolfhound on, on a Sunday. All right. Seriously, stop talking, Mark. <laughs> Don't say Mark in that conversation. Leave that as maybe Paul or Mark or Stevie. I think everybody knows your voice by now. It's the drunk one. Right, so what else happened? Kyongnam beat Buchan 1-0. Um, so that probably... Ends Buchan's hopes. Uh, I'm not, it doesn't off. quite end Buchan's hopes, but it's a bit of a bit of a knee in the nuts for them anyway. That's Su- two, two in a row now, isn't it? Yeah. Suwon beat Chungju 2-1. Big Japa. Got an early goal. And Goyang Go beat Anyang 1-0. So Goyang are still there or thereabouts. As it stands, it's Daegu on 55 points. Sangju on 52 Suwon on 51, Eland on 49, and Buchon and Goyang are on 44. So they're still in it. A six point swing is very possible. Um, but it's looking right now as if Daegu are starting to find their form, hit a bit of a run just at the right time. Which will be really disappointing if Daegu end up back in the classic. Why? Well, you can look forward to more crowds of 600 in a 65,000 seater stadium. But. On a, from a footballing point of view, do, do they deserve to be back in the Classic or...? When are they getting their new stadium? They're all their new all-purpose stadium. They're building one in Tegu, right? But I mean, if they're, if they're back in the Classic, it gives more chance for Paul to say Tegu <laughs> as opposed to Tegu. Exactly. He can go back to Tegu and visit Tegu. The Tegu Warriors. Oh, who's playing? Oh, it's Tegu tomorrow. I, I can get my Tegu uniform out. <laughs> it's Tegu tomorrow. <laughs> to me, Tegu, well, I mean, the Brazilians are quite decent. But you also have to wonder if the Brazilians will still be there next season. That's the thing, um, By the time the K-League Classic and everywhere else has had their pick of them. So they, um, they have Japa and Jonathan? No, they have Jonathan, Serginho, Eder, and another one. Yeah. One of which is Palestinian, right? One of which claims to be Palestinian, yeah. But um, I think without them, they're a very ordinary side. I think they're much, they're much more of a of a Kwangju. Don't know what. So than, than a Sangju or a Tejon that come up and go down. <laughs> so do you think if they went I mean, up, just so that, that if they come up, do you think they'll? Pushing her child and shopping trolley. Uh, I think about the bottom. She bought him, yeah. <laughs> she bought a brat. Say <laughs> IO4 brats. Um, do you think um, if they come up, they'll go back down, or do you think they'll do a grandeur and stay up? I think if they come up, I mean, I should be grandeur stay up. They'll be really dull to watch. They might just be able to stay up, depending on who else comes up with them. Um, if they keep their Brazilians as well, they might just be able to stay up, but they'll not be exciting to watch. Um, they'll not be very entertaining, and they'll, they'll not be a great place to go to. It's a pity, I'd much rather see Anyang. Yeah, in the yeah me too. Especially now I'm here at Sangam, I'd love to see Anyang come here. Torch the place. <laughs> Once, uh, well, it'll happen at some point, won't it? You can make a special trip out. You never know. When still get relegated next year. I think, yeah, it's hard to know between Sangju and Daegu who would be less of a contribution to the Classic, but I think Suwon coming up would be interesting. You'd have a Suwon derby, 
you'd have another Sue on Seoul oh, match. It wouldn't be a Sue on Derby, to be honest. I mean, well, it'd be two teams from Sue. It'd be two teams from Sue on Peninsula. Is that not what a Derby is? I'm not really sure if that's what a Derby is or not. I'm not really sure. If, if Elan came up, you'd have the Seoul Derby, even though you'd have the same fans. But Try going both ends. But it'd be more like Chelsea playing Kingstonian, right? Yeah, I think you'd be a bit harsh on Seoul there. I think you're better than Kingstonian. And if Butchon came up, it would just be mental. It would be fucking mental. <laughs> so I, I may have cursed several times on this podcast. I apologise to Paul's mum. <laughs> I think she expects that I gave up putting all the curses weeks ago. Oh, I did you? Too much work. So that was, that's the review of the matches. Uh, what, this week, I guess, was also the FA Cup draw. It was, yes. And the games are going to be played on the 14th of October, am I right? 14th, yes. Day after the Korea Jamaica game. Day after the Korea Jamaica game. Does that mean any players are missing? What? It's crazy. So if the Wookiee gets called up, he'll not be playing for Ulsan. <laughs> so he will, he will be playing for Ulsan. If Seoul players get called up, they'll not be playing for Seoul. Oh, right, so the FA Cup draw, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it was Ulsan versus Seoul yep. at right. Ulsan. Yep. And it was Incheon versus Chunam at Incheon. Yep. Correct as well, yes. Well done, me. 10 out of 10. I will probably go to the Incheon game. Uh, purely. You might be the only one. There. So you gotta go, you're going down to Ulsan, Paul, or me not be going down to Ulsan, depending on. Yeah. Whether, whether not, you can be bothered or not. Whether or not Miroslav Fancy comes. Your chances? <laughs> um, hard to say because Seoul's record down at Ulsan's not particularly good, but they have had a couple of good victories over the years. So, so you're not overly confident for Ulsan versus Seoul, um, and nobody really cares about Incheon versus Chunam. Incheon should win that though. In, what was that? Incheon? <laughs> Try that again. You're as bad as him now. Inchon! Inchon, that's better. Should win that. I'm four beers in though. <laughs> what's, what's the, uh... So we're going for an Ulsan Inchon final, which will no. be played at. Ulsan, I presume. Ulsan, I presume. I, Nobody I'm, seems uh, to actually know. I'm going for a, I'm going for a Seoul Inchon final. Do we play that at Sangam? Seoul Inchon will be at Sangam, Sangam. I'm pretty sure. Seoul Chonnam will be at Chonnam. So I assume Ulsan, Incheon. But we're so Ulsan. So Ulsan, we that be played. Oops. So So Incheon is at Sangam, definitely. So Chonam at Kwangyang would be pretty crap end to the season, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, probably the people's final, I really hate that term. I really hate that term. But the people's final would be Incheon v uh, Ulsan. Would be the people's final. Because that would be a, a, Why? Why is it all sound of the people's club? It's not people's club, but it's like not a big club followed by a large group of fans. Oh, sorry. That's, uh, that's FC Soul as well. Okay, you're right. You're right, Paul. FC Soul will be anyone of the people's final. <laughs> Thanks for making my point for me. You're welcome. Right, so looking forward then to the uh, games at the weekend. The uh, K League Classic final round of fixtures before the split so these are the games that will decide who makes the top six and who doesn't all the games are on Sunday at 2pm so um, I guess they don't want anybody to get an unfair advantage and there's st still a little bit to play for isn't there yep three of the games I think could be important uh, 
ones that are not that important, Pohang are at home to Busan, Aijon are at home to Ulsan, and Kwangju are at home to Suwon. The ones that count in terms of the top six split, Songnam are taking on Incheon at home, Seoul are taking on Chunnam at home, and Jeju are at home to Chonbuk. So Incheon, Chunnam and Jeju are all in with a chance of finishing top six. I know Chonbuk have not been doing great of late, but you'd have to fancy that they'd probably beat Jeju. So all Jeju are at home, but they've got Jeju are at the hardest two opponents. And Chonam are away, but probably against the easiest opponents, so. But they've also got the most points to make up, right? And Inchon have to travel to Songnam. But they are already in the lead, so. Really, probably if Inchon can get a point. Really, if Inchon can get a point. If Inchon can get a point, I think they'll probably secure themselves. Yeah, probably, uh, if Inchon get a point, six. we can probably smack the little kid to keep annoying us in the podcast. <laughs> so. Going through the six, I think Pohang versus Busan should be a home win. Dijon versus Ulsan should be an away win. Songnam Inchon, that sounds like a draw. Mark's not confident. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? Songnam even, versus Inchon, even, a draw. Even when, you, even when you drink shite German beer given to you by Stevie, a cast tastes like shit afterwards, man. God, that's vile. So do you want to ask him again? I'm going to ask you, Paul. So, Songnam are at home to Inchon. Do you think that'll be a draw? Uh, I think Songnam will win that one. Sorry, Paul, you can go first because you're the expert on Songnam. He did ask me, Paul. Well, Mark was choking. Come on, Jesus, Jesus, come on, come on. Let's shake on it, right? You're supposed to shake hands, boys, not that. Prick. Hi, don't shake his prick. I'm not going to the game. Right, so uh, Songnam will win against the John then you're yeah. Me or Paul? Either of you? Uh, I believe, as a Songnam fan, that Songnam will win at 1-1-0. Well, what do you predict? <laughs> They'll win at 1-1-0? 11-0? <laughs> They'll win at 1-1-0? They'll win that 1-1-0. They'll win that 1-1-0. Alright. You should teach English. Um, but in my head, I think it'll be nothing each. <laughs> but what are you predicting? Uh, one no in John. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had one of those. <laughs> it's been a long time. Let's it? move on, God. Uh, I'm well, glad I'm leaving. Soul are taking on so Chunam. You've had your chance. So we. So, so one each. With Chunam. One each. This is the much vaunted Foreigners' Day for this year. So it is. A bumper crowd of. And if you happen to be a foreigner who wants to go along, <laughs> fucking sort yourself out. Uh, That'll be one each as well. Kwangju at home to Suwon, away win. Shouldn't, shouldn't we do a bit of advertising Jeju at home to Chonbuk, away win. Probably one each. 10,000 gets you a match ticket, a beer and a hot dog. And it's not even Swedish. It's Korean hot dog. So. <laughs> I'm sure if you're a foreigner <laughs> who wants to go see an FC Seoul game, like, to, you've had your share of hot like, dogs. Like, to be honest guys, it's the only time in the world where the words it's not Swedish was actually an advantage. <laughs> Usually, uh, Swedish is what they put on websites to make you actually click on it. <laughs> but I, you do realise this is the, just drunken slurring now. <laughs> in the K League, it's not Swedish, it's a good thing. Right, Christ's sake. Right, K League Challenge. Saturday's games, Anyang are at home to Eland. 
Buchon are at home to Goyang, Cheongnam are at home to Daegu. Let's get serious. Sunday, Suwon are taking on the police at home and Gangwon are at home to the army. Right, so Anyang will beat Eland and ruin Eland's chances of winning the title. I think Eland have ruined their own chances of winning the title by not winning any games. But 1-0 Anyang. You're probably right. Buchon versus Goyang is the big fifth versus sixth match to see if any of them are actually going to challenge. Um, uh, Daegu should beat Gyeongnam away from home again. Suwon should beat the police now that the police don't have any players left. And Kangwon should lose to the army, but you never know the way the army are playing. So it'll be interesting to see how that one so, pans out. Steve, as the K-League Challenge expert, yes, uh, in your last K-League Challenge expert podcast, yes. What do you feel about the arm about police the police losing their players mid season? Do you think they should lose them at the beginning of the season or at the end of the season? Like, what do you think? I mean, do you think it's fair that you played? And I'm being serious here. Do you think it's fair that you I know, played? That's what's what amusing me. <laughs> yeah. the um, so you played Ansan this thing last week. With no, I mean it's a bit of a weird one for for everybody. It's weird for the police and the army to lose their players at the end of the season. I guess ideally you'd want them to just keep the squad. But it's not the end though, it's well, the no, mid, I mean, mid season, yeah. like three quarters in. Three quarters of the way in, they're losing half but, their squad. But how is it any different to, say, some teams selling three or four of their best players in the transfer window? Because there's 14 of them. Of which? Yeah, it's 50% like, of your squad, which leave and there's nothing you can do, they can't sign any replacements. Yeah, yeah, yes. They can't do anything about it. Um, no, I mean, I think, I think. My point. Then my point is mainly, why, why this point? Why now? Why not at the end of the season? Why I now? Suppose, I suppose that the thing is, you can't really make the guys do extra military service just because they happen to play football during it. But um, yeah, it's a weird one that they lose their half their squad three quarters of the way through the season. And even weirder that yeah, some teams get to play. Some teams get to play uh, the army and the police. Like Elan, in the final round of fixtures, played the army and the police, and then the players start to leave. Um, that's what that's what I mean. So like, surely. So it's, it's, it's I a mean, weird one they, all round. If they if the police played, for example, right? If the police played um, some poor team, some low team. Elan. Elan. <laughs> well, like you know, gang one or. Oh, Gyeongnam, Chungju. But the fact of the matter is, like, they, they, they had their full set of players against Eland in a game that could or could not have decided whether Eland would still progress yeah. and blah blah blah. And then suddenly, like, and then bang. This, this week they play Suwon. And they have their squad. squad. So I think it's really away. unfair. I mean, I, I get. It is, but. Like, they have to leave at a point. I get that. Yeah, so it's, I guess it's not fair, but. It's only the K League challenge, and you can't complain too much. But Elan should have. Elan shouldn't. They'll be too worried about whether the police lose half the squad or not. They should be 25 points clear at the top of the table by now. But the point is, like, it's when they lose the squad. I mean, it's not the fact that they. I, I mean, I get the fact that they lose half the squad. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> the cast. The cast trio. That's the worst cast ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So again, there's a guy in GS pissing in the cast. <laughs> but <laughs> the, other, the other thing they have to, the, the police and the army have to contend with is they're not 
They're not allowed to have three quality Brazilians in their squad either, are they? <laughs> no, although apparently neither are any other side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've got to have at least two crap ones. <laughs> Get them two shite one good. <laughs> and th think of the cost of having a Brazilian in your side when he's got to change his boots every 20 minutes. <laughs> Alright, so... So that's... <clears throat> that's this week's games. Um, I can hear in the background that whoever that wanker is on the mic is getting <laughs> all excited about... He's better than uh, MC Michael, what his name is at Eland. Uh, MC Prime at Eland and MC, MC Cretton at Seoul. Um, he's, I, hope he's, I hope he's shut up by the time full time comes around anyway. Um, we should do a quick uh, couple of minutes on the game. What do you think, Paul? Are you confident for today? Easy. Uh, well, it should be an easy win against Quangju, they're garbage. But they haven't, we haven't actually beaten Quangju yet this year, it's two draws so far. But they are garbage. But we've drawn twice, I, and it's the same You keep problem. saying it, their strikers are the worst strikers in the league. Uh, I'm so going for another, one each. be another nil-nil then. Are we going to do some updates from inside the match as well? Yes, we are, we are. Not if, if we you're can. going to be in your way end, and not if you're not going. <laughs> it's going to be difficult if you're spread eagle out in the park here, you're in your way end and I'm in the home. <laughs> That's why I brought my... Is that why you brought my piece phone. of string? <laughs> piece of string we've got that empty can. That's a, that's a fair point now, that's a fair point. I'm over there sleeping and he's in the way end and you're in the home end, it's going to be fucking dry. So the updates will be, uh, the home end's bouncing, uh, the away end's dead. I'm in a park, I'm in a park. I'm asleep. And just, just before we wrap things up, obviously this is... But I might shout abuse at Chad Lee and Pardew Young. This is, today is episode 32. Yes, yes, 32 it's of 32. It's only 32, it feels like a lot more. So, you, you've missed a couple on the way. Indeed. So it's probably your 30th. It's been a while since it's been my 30th. <laughs> but, as it's, as it's your 30th and last, any any high points, any low points you want to talk about? I think we should have a... I think, I think the high point like when, like when the Blue Priest presenters go out, they have a, like a... Blue Priest? Blue Blue Peter presenters uh, when they leave. Blue Priest. I think there's been many it's high points. Probably the, the best ones are the ones when I wasn't actually here yeah. to do it. Um, that, that's that's funny because that's my high points as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been a few high points. I think the, the other high point was probably the outtakes that we put out because I think yeah. that was the, the best work that we've ever done. The low points would be pretty much everything else. Well, I, think, I think the high points were episode three. Episode three. <laughs> to me it's just like still the best episode that we've ever done. Ever. Which, which we thought was complete shit at the time, but which is actually a classic. I th yeah, I think the the best one we ever did was probably episode one, which we said we can only get better from here. <laughs> and we've never actually matched it in terms of quality. Um did, did episode you? three was a was a new low at the time, but every week we've managed to find new lower and lowers. Mm. Episode three was brilliant, it was a class. Did, did I think, you listen um, to last week's? No. <laughs> like, I think there's been some other high points as well. There was the my, my high point has always been the, the fantastic music that Paul chooses for us every week. I'd like to say one last thing before like, uh, Stevie leaves us uh, for pastures old, not new, because he's going back home. Uh, I'd like to say like, um, all the people who have been on the podcast and who have left, certain guests have come on. And I think there's been a certain highlight that we would all love to share again one more time. And that has to be, oh, Stan Collymore. <laughs> that has to be the highlight of the podcast forever going forward. Oh, the poop cast. For me, the highlight of the poop cast is, ooh, it's a Collymore. Ooh, it's a Collymore. <laughs>
house without a drink as well. <laughs> the, the problem is now, after 32 episodes, we've got too many in-jokes, so that someone listening for the first time yeah, yeah. doesn't understand what's going on. Well, if you are listening for the first time, you've got to go back to the start. If you are listening for the first time, fuck off, where have you been? You can, you can go on SoundCloud and download the box set. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the box set. Spend the whole weekend catching up. The special director's cut. <laughs> Steve, Steve will cut it for you, just which, for you. Which good friend of the podcast, Dan in Australia, did tell me he was going to do. And I did tell him to generally avoid the red button stuff because that's. There's no point listening to that. I think if we do release online. a box set, it has to come with a six pack of cats, doesn't it? Just to get you in the mood to listen to it. It's only fucking six pack any of us have. <laughs> Indeed. And on that bombshell, Paul, you have some outro music to see the man out, to see his last podcast go, the tears that are flowing, yeah. the emotion that is purveying. We'll leave the tears for later when Saul lose. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, what's your music? What are you going to see us out with? Give it to Adriano. You do it all by yourself. 
And yeah. then Pak Jiong will finish it. Yeah, yeah. That was the place we go. We'll lean across the end. Pak Jiong bang. He's stolen a goal off Chardari there. <laughs> Chardari is waiting for his third goal of the season. like his mum just died. Yeah, <laughs> he always does. She's got arms crossed at the sidelines giving it. Ah, and one nil in my cooping, you bastards. She's got a face like a slapped ass, as usual. The ball, that was literally the million dollar corner from Molina. Apparently so, it's, it's the, uh, the corner that's going to win us the championship. As we said earlier, have to, have to win our remaining seven games and that with that goal putting us two on ahead the, the dream's still on the dream is still on right up until blind you equalize Captain Bonsai was a pedo. <laughs> 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 